Before diving in, there's something that I want to share with you all, something that I've been creating behind the scenes and putting a lot of love into for the past couple of weeks. And I am now so excited to be able to finally release it slash announce it with all of you. For all of you brand designers, I know you all hold a very special place in my heart as I used to be a brand designer myself back in the day. I have now created a 10-day free challenge called the Build Your Own Design Portfolio Challenge. This is going to help you completely revamp your portfolio and fill it with passion projects that are going to attract paying clients. Because I know a lot of you have not touched your portfolio in so damn long. It literally has been sitting there. And when you look at it, it comes a time where you're like, Oh, like I hate my portfolio and you don't even want to show it to potential clients because on some level, even though the portfolio is amazing, because come on, you're talented. You have grown so much that you've outgrown that portfolio. And to some extent, you feel like that portfolio, it is complete garbage and you're embarrassed by it. It just does not align with the types of businesses that you want to work with, whether it's a jewelry boutique or a vintage clothing store or somebody that is more purpose driven and has this like really powerful mission. You want to work with more of those businesses. So it is time to toss that old dinky portfolio aside and build something that is going to be more aligned with how you want to grow your business to build a portfolio that is actually injected with brand strategy so that it elicits an emotional response from those dream clients, from those people that you're just dying to work with so that they go ahead and start inquiring. The coolest part about this 10 day challenge is that yes, it's all free, Duh, probably one of the best parts, but no, 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 no. We're going to leverage this challenge in order to start selling, in order to start attracting paying clients right on the spot. So if you're just as excited as I am to ditch your old portfolio, create a new one that actually works for you, sign up right now on the website. I can't wait to see you inside. Welcome to the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Wharton. Join me as we dive into how to become a wildly in-demand CEO that prioritizes balance between life and business, isn't afraid of making the scary decisions that get you results you actually care about, and unapologetically breaks the rules to build the business and life of your dreams. I saw something really cool happen recently, which I definitely wanted to share with you. As soon as I experienced this, I went ahead and wrote it down on my notes in my cell phone because I'm like, this would make such a great podcast episode. So to share a little bit of background, we're going to be applying this story into how you can leverage the power of a rebrand in order to maximize sales. But what had happened is for the last couple of months, my wife and I, every time we go to the grocery store, we have our go-to grocery shopping list and we go through every single aisle and just grab the different items that we have on the list. But there's a couple of items that we tend to always look out for. One of them is coffee because there's this one specific brand that my wife loves and they always tend to have a sale. 
so whenever they do we're like we gotta stock up because it's like bulk really good price and one of the best coffees and when it goes on sale it typically runs out automatically so that's one of our go-to's whether it's on the list or not we always pay attention the other item is one of my favorites for any of you that don't know dulce de leche is this super popular it's like caramel spread and it's very popular in Argentina. It is one of those things that they're, just, they're they're known for. It is based out of there. So growing up, we would always buy dulce de leche and we would put it on everything, whether it's on toast, on pancakes, uh, with like fruit, like banana, anything like that. It was always a nice either breakfast or a nice treat. Even with ice cream, honestly, it works kind of like butterscotch. But anyway, before I get too carried away daydreaming about Dulce de Leche, this specific grocery store always had it in stock. It was pretty cool. Like it actually said made in Argentina, but the brand, the in-house brand at this specific grocery store had, I guess, I assume they had a special contract with some manufacturer in Argentina and then they repackage and rebrand and serve it slash distribute it through these grocery stores. So I was blown away that they had it because most grocery stores won't have something like that, right? Like this, it's a foreign product. So we would always look out. And funnily enough, the both the coffee and the dulce leche for some weird reason, were always on the same aisle. So whenever we see it, we grab it. For the last couple of months, they've been completely sold out. And I was panicking a little bit. Not that dulce leche is this super important thing but it's something i definitely indulged in something i loved having every now and then and all of a sudden we just could not find it anywhere and unfortunately where we live right now it's a pretty small town so they don't have as many of those like ethnic mom and pop shops where you can find all of those like international like cool ingredients and foods and items right so it was either this grocery store or nothing now, what I saw, which was a really friggin' cool marketing strategy slash launch strategy slash whatever you want to call it, it's just good business. But obviously I'm bitter about because it meant that I didn't see the city for months is that all of a sudden one random day after months of not finding this dulce de leche, we saw an entire full display. It was like those displays that you see at the end of a grocery aisle. And it was top to bottom. Every single shelf was full of dulce de leche. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like we found the gold mine of dulce de leche. We got to buy all of them. So I went over and you could already tell there was a couple of boxes at the top. They were completely empty. So whoever had seen this display, just like me, went nuts and tried to buy almost every single one. So we went and unfortunately we didn't go crazy. I think we only bought like maybe three containers, but that made me happy. So now we're fully stocked. But what I noticed is when you look at it a little bit more, like you pay a little bit close attention because it had been limited slash there was no um, no availability at all at the grocery store, it had been non-existent, that the demand increased. 
I'm sure I wasn't the only one looking out for this product. So all these people in this town, and I'm sure across the country, were looking out, not being able to find the product that they are used to purchasing on a monthly basis or yearly basis, depending how much of a sweet tooth you have. So because the demand increased and there was a limited availability, once they brought that back out to the shelves, people went nuts and they went ahead and started buying in bulk, aka sales increased for this specific product. But what they added on top of that to kind of like the cherry on top of a friggin' ice cream sundae is that they did a rebrand. So not only did they go from having non-existent availability, like no products anywhere to be found, to now all of a sudden being fully stocked, but they also had this really cool and beautiful and new brand. So all their labels were new. Everything looks kind of like cool and a little bit more modern and fun. So again, it builds up excitement. And you're like, oh, what is that? Like that looks like something I recognize, but slightly different. So they were able to utilize the power of that rebrand and the power of, if we want to bring it back to like more like entrepreneurship related terms, you know, when you have offers and you do open close cart. So let's say it is a course and it's only available for signups slash for enrollment for let's say a month. And then it's closed to the public for the foreseeable future. And maybe let's say six months later, it reopens for enrollment and then closes again. So again, you're creating a lot of demand for when the doors open. So they combined that concept with a rebrand, jacked up sales and made a bunch of money. I am sure of it. And I'm just like, damn, like that's exactly what we do as entrepreneurs. So it's really, really cool to see how these strategies, one, they apply across the board, whether you're a big corporation, a small mom and pop shop, or an entrepreneur in the online space, you can recreate very similar strategies in order to see similar results inside of your own business. And that just like, ah, it was the coolest thing ever. So if you're looking for a spike in sales, maybe consider open club closed cart if that's something that interests you, but definitely consider a rebrand if you're looking to kind of hit that next level in your business and maybe launch something new, like a new offer, a new product, a new concept inside of your business. A rebrand is the perfect cherry on top to be adding to that big grand reveal in order to get more interest, get people hooked on your brand and on your offers and increase sales. That's it for this week's episode of the Fiercely Visible CEO Podcast. Be sure to sign up to our email list at stephwharton.com and subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episode. 